enough people watch Maybe it. if we're out of focus, it's probably preferable. Yeah, I can never see myself because I'm looking past the camera shaft. Well, you're probably better off that way. Why is it I can't say the word shaft without like... <laughs> having a wee giggle. Trying not to make a dick joke. It's very, very diff difficult. Shaft. Shaft. Rappi. <laughs> can't help it. I'm Which sorry. is an Afrikaans thing. And that's Rian's... Uh, Go subscribe. Let's yeah. get into a million subscribers, everybody. <laughs> sort of almost the non-unofficial way that we start these uh, podcasts. Well, we didn't last time. I deliberately avoided it last time. It's hard because not I was to. Like, okay. But then we were just talking about it before we started recording. I don't know. Rian works very hard, does a lot of stuff, and he certainly goes viral in this living room. He does. <laughs> yeah, this is a... Which is probably not his preferred place to go viral, but... But uh, hey, it's, it's somewhere. It's, it's, it's a, better than nothing. It's a lounge in West Auckland, Rian. All right, well, we could talk about Rian for the next hour or so, but there was a lot of rugby over the weekend, so should we get straight into it? The MLR. Oh! I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't watch any this weekend, sadly, oh, but no. the reason I have got the yeah. Houston Sabercats jersey on, because uh -huh. they, undefeated, went to play the Seattle Seawolves, also undefeated. Oh my god. So it was so a clash of the two top teams and... Someone's O had to go. Someone's O had to go. I'm, I can see this um, quite loud here, so I'm going to bring this down and... Okay. To hell what may. To hell what may, is it? That's the thing. Okay. But yeah. Um, so the Sabercats, they lost, but I still put their jersey on. <laughs> so this is the Sabercats here? Sabercats. It's not the Wellington Phoenix? No, it's not the Wellington so we, Phoenix. So we, we have... We do talk about fashion quite a lot. We're quite fashion-focused... Uh, podcast Definitely. it really is um we could talk about the mammoth amount of historical uh, rugby in the weekend but first this is an ugly ass shirt i gotta be honest with you like if you wanted to be spotted in the crowd <laughs> you could do worse exactly. than wearing this jersey or if you're like a bumblebee transformers fan yeah. that's that's right on the money but yeah she she says hello i'm wearing something here exactly and speaking of which the shirt from last week where we got some cyberbullying oh yes oh we did i don't have the we need to get the comments. Ah, oh, shitballs. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll... I read them, and there were a few peaches there, but I forgot to put any down no, on I didn't put them down either. We're so unprepared. Oh, oh shit. We'll do it next week, okay? <laughs> because it's on my phone, and if I take the phone off, then this goes off. You can always use my phone. Okay, we'll use yours, okay. We'll do that at the end. While you're talking later, I'll just check yeah, okay. out and start we'll, playing on my phone. Yeah, right, That'll yeah. be very 2023. Yeah, exactly. You can't get through a conversation these days without checking on your phone. Exactly. You know? Has to be done. Has to be done. Does. Oh. But before we really get stuck into the MLR, should we talk about that small little Six Nations tournament? There was some Six Nations on. Yeah. Um, it, was. it was Sunday for us here in NZ. Uh, early wake up call, quarter past three for the first one. I, I'm going to be sad when it's over, but I'm also going to be very happy. Your sleep schedule will thank you. Yeah, man, it's brutal. It, it is. is. It is brutal. It's, I love it, though, that it's on in the afternoon over there, because we never really get afternoon international no. rugby over here. We get the odd, like, super rugby game. Oh, it's played in the afternoon. Bring yeah. your kids. But we never get All Blacks in the afternoon. Not really. And that's what it was like when I was a kid. Like, yeah. the All Blacks would always play on Sunday Arvo or Saturday yeah. Arvo, you know, down in Eden Park. With it. Like, I went to that... Um, the Eden Park game, the Bledisloe Cup game in 2020. Right. Just uh, we were the only place in the world that was open because right. we kind of flattened the curve and all that. Yeah. Gave ourselves a big pat on the back. That was an afternoon game. Right. It was so nice to be in the terraces with the sun in your eyes. Yeah, exactly. It was beautiful. But, you know, they do have that on us. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It seems like other countries maybe, I guess because 
New Zealand rugby want the foreign audience to come in. Like they want South Africans viewing, they want Europeans the, viewing, so they have the, to play it kind of seven o'clock at night, which is yeah. early morning over there. Whereas if they played it afternoon, it's just it'd no, be yeah, the, the reverse, basically. Yeah, exactly, and it's a small audience. Yeah, it's, it's, so no yeah. one's looking at how do we get the New Zealand audience watching. <laughs> I know. And it's like that on YouTube as well. Like, for right. how dominant the All Blacks are, like, we, there's not a huge amount of... Well, 10% of my audience is New Zealand-based. I'd say less than that for me. Okay. I wouldn't, I'd have to look at this. Yeah, I think it's less than that for right. me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kiwis hate me. Don't know why. Don't know why. But should we start with the, that game? The game where... The Spoon... No, not the spoon. Let's Come on, that was the first no, game. No, the spoon. We'll go back to the spoon, but I'm going to start with the palms and the frogs. Oh, yeah. That was a big scoreline. Jesus, I feel foolish. Straight off the bat, I feel like a Wally. I really... You like... think in England. <laughs> France are looking a bit vulnerable. England yeah, at home. Um, great Twickenham record. That's right. And I thought, look, they... I was like, don't... This Borthwick team's got something about them. I said all the wrong things. Well, they had something about them. If I can shit performance <laughs> and I couldn't it was amazing there was like a 30 second period at the beginning of the game where they kicked long yeah. they kind of defended well for a, a second they the French didn't clear very well then they had an attacking threat they were and they were like took maybe two faces up yeah. and then they left the ball unattended at the back of the scrum and Fuku went oh I'll take that yeah. and then that was and then it was all one way pretty much one way traffic from that point on basically yeah, yeah it like, didn't take long for the French guys to get on the board did they Oh. And it was such a weird one because it started piddling down and the French are just like, we are going to keep offloading. Yeah. We do not care. They looked sensational, didn't yeah. they? They are an incredible team. Can I say something that sounds going to sound like an arrogant Kiwi? Okay. They run, run, reminded me of an all black team. <laughs> just, you know, like where it's just like ruthless. Yeah. It's like clinical, like give us, in, like just getting your tails up and yeah. just been able to run it in from anywhere. But they're better than an all-black team right now. They're better than the current all-black team mm. um, pretty easily in mm. my eyes. But mm. just having that, you know, being able to pile on points and then when you see another team that's vulnerable, yeah. that's slightly dropping their heads that you just, just take, put on the throat. take a massive dump on their head, you know? And the English, to their credit, didn't do themselves any favour, you know, any favours at all. What was your response while you were watching it? Were you just... And sort of awed um, disbelief. Or... Yeah, it was definitely disbelief. Like, surely they can't. Nope, that, there's another try. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of talk prior to this one going on. Like, well, if you play high tempo rugby against this French pack, they're going to get tired because there's some big units. But no. Father, they finally pulled it together, mm. you know. And they still, they're still French. You know, like, you know, the French were either completely these incredible performances one week mm. and then sh- pretty, pretty shit the next week. They're doing that now, but they're doing it with an incredibly high level of talent. Mm. So when they play badly, they're, they're still able. They're still to, playing really they're, well. They're still playing really well, and they're and they're able to get wins. Yeah. But when they pull it all together, oh my god, look out! Yeah, they were like they were playing as close as to their maximum that I've seen their, their mm. potential that I've seen them play. And English, the English were 10, 15 percent off. You know, yeah. and it just resulted in this absolute walloping. They That's just, what I think the English bare guys, bottom spanking. Really. Yeah, they said it in the I think it was Ganges that said it in the post match that basically like they were only whatever percent off, twenty percent off, but that's all it takes to be you know to go from being yeah a close game to just an absolute walloping. So yeah. and the English didn't play well. 
No. They, there they... was just so many basic errors. Marcus Smith dropping the ball cold. Alex Dombrat. Like, I remember at one point, yeah, England he... finally got on the board. Like, they got a penalty. Like, okay, let's get this and back. And the crowd the... were pleading <clears throat> with them to come back into the game. And then as soon as they got the restart, like, Dombrant carries it up and just yeah. immediately gets turned over, yeah. penalty conceded. So the three points they just got is immediately wiped off. That's right. Just and when they, and when they finally no got momentum. That, when they finally got that try when it was 2017, where the English crowd was thinking... Oh, okay, 17 points. Right, whatever that's in the halftime break, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And it was like five minutes into the half, like, we get another one here, you know, hey, it's all going to be on. But it was like, no. The French were just ruthless. At one point, Marcus Smith gathers a ball, like, close to his own goal line. The French guy's just, I think it's DuPont, like, just drives Marcus Smith back to his own goal line. And then Olivon over the top just forces it down, like, so many moments. All the contacts were just won by the French. They were just so So much more powerful in that in that contact area yep. and so much more physical over the ball yeah and just through power pre- pressure and precision mm. three p's as i like to say uh they they were able to just completely dominate mm. against the english team you would have had to say would have gone to that game motivated as is all yeah out, for really. sure they still i mean they win that game they're still yeah, alive for the, the championship they're at home Ah, the French are using their third choice tight head prop. Like you're thinking, there's yeah, a chance. They're in with a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Who if if the French play like that against the Irish, you know, the way the Irish played, which I thought played bloody well mm. against the Scots this morning. Mm. The French look like. Uh, sorry, the Irish people. Like I, I love them, and I think they're incredible. I think they look like a more threatening, more dangerous more expector like they're they're not going to get to their maximum level as much as the irish will the irish kind of operating in around that 90 to 95 percent range all the time whereas the french are operating from freaking like 60 60 to 100 60 to 100 Mm -hmm. but if they are they're both operating at that peak performance level who's going to stop that team that'd be a hell of a game who's going to be able to um that could that game could happen in a quarterfinal in the World Cup. <laughs> it could be one of the greatest games of all time, and it could be a quarterfinal. And on the other side of the draw, there could be Argentina and England in a semi-final. <laughs> so, like, uh, it's 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 absurd. World rugby. I know. I've been thinking about that a lot this weekend. That having three of the top five teams in the world in one pool is just absurd. Like. That is going to be such... Uh, okay, we'll go. We'll get to that in a bit. Mm, but mm, mm. what what do Borthwick's wins do? And look, it really proved the point that Eddie, Eddie was really the problem, wasn't he? He, he really <laughs> was. Like, he would have... How do you think he's feeling about it? Do you think he's like... <laughs> or do I you mean, think he's, he's probably feeling pretty satisfied with himself. I mean... Or do you think he's got a bit more heart and compassion? He's oh, I mean, I'm players. sure he's feeling sorry for his guys. Yeah. For sure. I mean, like, I don't believe he's like some like callous and just can totally checked out. But I mean, yeah, I don't think he's like that at all. But yeah, he'd be certainly feeling a little bit justified in what he was doing wasn't necessarily, you know, the issues. And I mean, we'll never know now, like the whole idea about Eddie getting his team to peak for the World Cup, because that's supposed to be his modus operandi, right? As he keeps his cards close to his chest, we'll never really know. What, where does England go from here? Because for my mind, like this is one of those, those massive moments for a team. This will be either looked at as their rock bottom mm. or it'll be looked at at the moment where the world realised they just were dog shit mm. and they keep being dog shit. So they've got this massive challenge next week in Ireland um, and the way they respond to that is going to tell us mm. so much mm. about this team. If they're able to bounce back, not even win, just put in mm. a really good performance. If they're able to win, my gosh, wow, yeah. that's going to turn the world on its head a little bit. But in terms of 
yeah, this is going to be one of those things we look back on where we say, you know, that was where the sort of the kimono was parted and we realized that, you know, the emperor really wasn't wearing clothes and they mm. really were dog shit the whole time. Mm. Or that this is where they really establish themselves and say, never again. That's a, that's that's the base marker in the ground. Mm. Sorry, Fozzie. And, you know, they build from there and mm. they get better and they get better and they get better. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think... Is that the worst you ever lost they've had at Twickers? Oh, I think so. I think they said in the commentary the worst they'd ever conceded with the French a loss was like a 25-point loss. Yeah. But then they go and lose 53-10. 43 points. That's amazing. I felt sorry for Genje. Mm. Like... I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't see him do a hell of a lot of great things. I didn't see any of the um, English do it. Oh, everything was pretty. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, even like Stewart, who was like their biggest attacking threat, when he was getting turned around and missing tackles, it was still. You're looking at him with a critical critical yeah. eye as well and going because uh, he gets a lot of praise about. Oh, he's the world's best fullback and blah de blah. Well, he didn't didn't look like it at the weekend. None of the English guys. It's bloody hard if you're at the back and you're just getting absolutely. Yeah, I mean fullbacks. Is, Often, I mean, you look at their tackle numbers, and it's like if a fullback's having to make that last ditch tackle, things have probably gone pretty catastrophically wrong anyway. Yeah, I thought it was it was a bit of a sad moment. That I don't know the names of the commentators, but boy, they were giving the English yeah. grief about yeah. it. He said it like it was Dewey Morris, I think, and yeah, uh, yeah. It was at sixty five minutes, and he said, "Okay, it was thirty nine ten, uh, ten at that mm. stage," and he was like, "Nothing to play for now. They just have to play for pride." Yeah, and, and then they got two more tries conceded or whatever. Yeah, 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 and it just got worse. Like, I mean, you could tell it was getting bad because, like, coaching staff are generally pretty good at keeping the whole poker face things going. But yeah. Fabian Gaultier and the rest of the French coaches, uh, they were just cracking smiles and handshakes and fist bumps uh, and stuff. And the, and the box yeah. when Pino got that second try of his, like, yeah, they and couldn't believe what they were seeing either. I think it's a massive deal to win it. It's, winning a Twickenham is great. Yeah. It's one of the greatest coliseums of rugby in the world. I mean, the French press made a big deal about how this was like their kind of, not Mission Impossible, but it's like a big challenge for them going to 100%. Twickenham. Their record there was pretty bad, so yeah, they they would have been happy with a three point win, let alone freaking forty three points. Did you watch the um the, the I couldn't understand it. I don't speak French, but the uh, post match interview with Fabian Coltier. I watched the not the immediate post match on the field, but the post match press conference I with watched, the old Google translated right. thingies. And, I watched um, the one on the field, and he was finding back the tears. Right. Yeah, he was very very emotional, and it's. A massive achievement for them in terms of where they were four years ago to yeah. where they are, where they are now, and you compare that to where England were yeah. going into their World Cup final, thinking it's theirs for the mm. theirs for the taking, theirs for the taking, mm. giving the All Blacks the best beating I can really in recent memory. Yeah. Really, though, fair play to the Irish, you got all those beatings. Yeah, they got all those beatings. You better. Mm. So I still mm. think that English victory was the most dominant mm. victory over the All Blacks I can remember seeing. Yeah. Going from there to, to this, to this, when you're freaking seven months out from a World Cup, yeah, yeah, you know, where you've just got rid of that coach who took you to the mountaintop, exactly. Holy, yeah, it's concerning. Oh, this is, and also they don't have like there's still games between here and the World Cup, but yeah. in terms of like competitive fixtures, because the rest of them for the Six Nations guys, apart from next week. It's all like rugby World Cup warm up games. Like, in terms of like genuine test pre, I know they're all test matches, but in terms of like this is a, a meaningful competition, like this was the penultimate one for yeah, them. Right. So, this is what this is the best dress rehearsal for. Like, yeah, this is something that means a lot. This is where we this have is to like to stay in the competition. This yeah. is a game where you're at home, you need to show up. And man, they exactly. not. and they had the opportunity just to tip them up and like say to the rest of the world, Hey, we're here, but yeah. 
think the rest of the world is saying, oh, we'd like to take them right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, how many of those French guys just look phenomenal? Dante coming back into the midfield, big old unit. I mean, DuPont oh, was doing his crazy things. Yeah. You know it was you know, like, a bit of a, a hiding because up until now, DuPont has not been substituted. Yeah. They've let him play 80 minutes every game. And they took him off. They're like, oh, you can come off. Have a rest. He's 11 so minutes. freakish. He got like a 50-20 off, off his, his left foot. Off his left foot. <laughs> He's just, he's madness. He's unbelievable. That, that yeah. Pitbull, yeah. he's one of the best halfbacks of all time. I know. He's, and he's still a relatively young man. How old is he? Oh, I think he's like 25 or something. Oh, yeah. piss off. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the French. Oh, I used to like it when they used to have like one amazing performance a decade. Yeah. This is... Yeah, they are scary. They are scary. They are really. It's good as well scary. because, like I said, like with that Irish loss and a few kind of close games, un- underwhelming against the Italians. There's a little bit of talk about oh, French. Maybe they picked a wee bit well, too yeah, early. Well, yeah, I was saying that last yeah. week. I mean, last week you picked England, and I just said like, "Well, I'll pick France just to be contrary." I didn't say like, "Wow, I'm definitely sure the French <laughs> they, are going to bounce back." I wasn't yeah. like full of confidence either. Well, I just thought that they were looking a yard or two off the pace, yeah. this, the, you know, uh, over the Six Nations tournament. They play pretty poorly against Italy. Yeah. You know, they obviously lost to Ireland. How were they? Against, they beat the Scots. They beat the... They, they, they weren't they were solid. wildly convincing yeah. against the Scots. But they were spectacular, this, this game. They like, were just yeah. 10 out of 10. Mm. Stars across the park. Yeah. Like, stars in their eyes. Oh, just, I could... I'm getting a Kalen Doris just thinking about it. <laughs> Pretty good side. They are France. a great side. They are a fantastic side. 53-10. 53-10. Holy crap. Concerningly, I guess, and maybe encouragingly, depending on which side of the fence you're on, in the under-20s, because they, they marry up the fixtures to play the under-20s game. Do you watch game. any of that? I get I, I've, only been, I've only been following the um, the highlights, but in the under-20s game, because they, they played the under-20s game with the same teams the day before, yeah. um, the English lost 42-7. So very similar, like oh. very similar scoreline. So that French youth are still looking like just, just as good as the the senior boys. The core. And oh. yeah, England for that that that's concerning. That is concerning. Mm. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So far out. Mara Toje, where was he? What? Uh, oh, a lot of the English guys were just anonymous in that game, weren't they? They seem to like. I, I, I heard murmurings about them talking about how they thought they had them for fitness or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's that's been this whole thing. Like the, you could see them trying to play high tempo rugby, like quick line out throws, trying to run the French guys off their feet, but nope. It played into the into the French hands. So uh, yeah, quick yeah. ball. We can Old feed it. Was just everywhere. Like, yeah. yeah, just quite exceptional, quite exceptional. And and if you're an Angler fan right now, this is a massive game next week. Not, I think. More so than uh, result, it's mm. about performance. performance. How does it go? Because there seems to be two camps of thought like, wow, uh, if Ireland can beat France and France did that to England, then uh, yeah. Ireland are going to run away with this? Uh, or is this a chance like England, their backs against the wall, written off, chance th- to play spoilers to the Grand Slam? Yeah, absolutely. They'll love that if they can. And I don't think sports math always works right you know like so and so bet so and so 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 and so will definitely be so and so it can be a bit of a decent indicator a lot of the time yeah. but as they say styles make fights yeah you true. know so in terms of uh the style that they want to play um and how the headspace is for both of the team mm. these teams whether the irish go and you know i know i heard um sexton saying today that they're a great side and they'll bounce back mm. from this so we've got to expect the best english but that's of course you're going to say that in a press conference yeah. 
But then maybe in the back of some of those Irishmen's mind going, shit, we've done the hard yards here. Mm. We've just got to put the cream on top this weekend, boys, because these guys look woeful. You know, even mm. if that's just a small thought and it yeah. like takes a percentage off, you know, each, you know, a few players' performance mm. and the English go in with a, a serious fire in their belly mm. from a complete and utter pants down humili- humiliation, mm. you know, like that's that's the stuff that makes sport fucking interesting True. so that's the it's still going to be a great game to watch we'll know a lot in the first 20 minutes yeah if if the english aren't able to combat you know what the irish do and and aren't because uh, it's always a strong start from the mm-hmm. irish if they if their heads are down if they don't look like their attitudes are the heads are in the right space we're going to know pretty quickly mm. So it's she's she's a bit of a fascinating clash. What do you do if you're Steve Borthwick? Do you swing the axe on this side, or do you just maintain kind of consistency and give these guys a second crack? Because I remember similar like last year when Ireland came down here, first game against the All Blacks, we gave them a hiding. Yeah, but there was only that kind of one like was it 10, 20 minutes where the All Blacks yeah. piled on a bunch of points. But yeah. next week, Andy Farrell just was like, nope, same guys. Yeah, I got faith in these guys to bounce back. Well, I think that's the better way to go about it because. Like in terms of for the players, that if you say if you're a coach and you say, look, you're in the team because I've got faith in you being a world class player. Mm. That's what I don't care what the press is saying. And you know, sure it was a bad performance in the weekend, but we can flush the dunny and move on from yeah. that. And I'm going to give you a chance to mm. rectify that poor performance. That can be really, you know, incredibly motivating for sure. a player to be able to pay back the faith of the, sure. of the coach and also be able to establish to the rest of the world that you're not a laughing mm. stock. You know, so I, like, I'm no bloody coach. Yeah. As I've told you, I'm desperately unmotivating for most people. I'm unmotivating for myself even. Mm. So I would, I, I think the right course of action is to, to, to stay strong with the, your, yeah. the players that you believed are your, your best for so. It'll be a big test for both because the pressure will be on to make changes. Because the, the logic is, well, if these guys lost, you need to select other guys. But yeah. like we just said, that, that doesn't always work that way. But I think that's more of like, um, over time, over a few, you know, performances, right. you know, and the best situation is people dropping off over time, and then other people coming up. Yeah, that naturally just makes sense. Rather than this, reactionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, who will grab that guy? He's he he plays a bit of first yeah. five. Let's chuck him in. Mm-hmm. You know, and starting you know to drop Farrell in the first place. Mm. That was a massive call. Hence, Kenge having the the captaincy. Mm. You think Farrell made any sort of difference? Oh, no. None of the English guys made much of an impact, to be honest. Yeah. So it's really hard to. Desperately disappointing for that English mm. public, you know. And the rest of the world loves it, eh? Yeah. Everyone's just like. <laughs> yeah. I think probably yeah. second only to the All Blacks losing. There's a lot of interest that England getting yeah. just hammered. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I released a, a piece this week. Um, Saw so you made another video. I, I made was a quite video. Surprised. I was the first person to comment on that no, video. No, just first. I appreciate it. But I um was i was because i'm running up this english piece at the moment and i was kind of due to release that was going to write either do that one or the english piece, and the english piece would have made zero sense and uh context in the context, uh, in the context i'm glad I, I i didn't but yeah and i stayed up oh yeah where should we go next wales we can go wales wales and italy that game was on before england got their pants pulled down by the yes. french 29 17 wales go into italy a lot of pressure on Warren Gatlin's boys. They come away with a bonus point win, but there's been a lot of talk about how the Italians were deserving of more in this game. I didn't think they deserved to win it based on what I saw. I thought, I thought Wales did enough. I thought they were solid without being spectacular. I don't think it's kind of 
righted all the wrongs that we've seen from the wash side, but it's it's a step. Uh, it was wildly, it would be wildly frustrating if you're an Italian fan. Yeah, for sure. I, Did you see Kieran Crowley's press match? Oh, yeah, yeah, He just yeah, fired yeah. up. I saw him at halftime, um, giving the young Australian bloke... Um, Damon Murphy. Yeah, giving him a bit of an earful too, which I yeah. think he's going to get in trouble for. But um, it was really... Um, it would be so frustrating. I've never seen a team make that many line breaks. And then as soon as they made a line break... They were like a 12-year-old boy popping a boner in front of a hot chick. Just like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> like, oh, this has never happened before. Yeah. Like, the just simple fundamentals of like, when it's on, draw and pass. Mm. If it's not on, take the tackle, get, yeah. get quick phase play, spin it out wide, you're probably going to have a man overlap yeah. over that. But they just tried to like the... the, the how many freaking tries did they bomb? Well, not even tries, but they just, just so right. many yeah. great opportunities. Do like, you think part of that was the added pressure of they're at home and there is genuine expectations that you guys can go out and get this win, that they were maybe just trying to score now instead of trying to just go through a few phases and kind probably, of Probably, probably, but they should have been able to win because it happened... Because they're a young side. Yeah, it should have, they happened a lot in the first half. Mm. And I thought, okay, like, if they said, okay, if they managed to compose them and say, look, you... When you do make that break, that's the hard bit. Mm. Making the, those first up breaks, they yeah. looked great. Yeah. <laughs> they, did, they manipulated the you know the structured defensive mm. line so well. They should be able to take advantage of an mm. unstructured defensive line, you know, just by with a little bit of composure. And that's the frustrating thing about you know if you're a fan of um, Italy because the skills there, the mm. you know, there's obviously a lot of talent just a bit there. Of composure. Just a touch of experience, mm. just like someone, just a cool head, mm. you know, to be able to like, you know, get into good positions to score and just convert, get mm. points when you're down that end rather than just, just trying to throw the miracle ball mm. or just even forwards were doing crazy stuff. Just take the tackle sometimes. Mm. It was, yeah, it was pretty frustrating. But in terms of Wales, look, they played Warren ball, like they they've they, been getting a lot of stick about it I actually didn't mind it but a lot of people are giving Wales a bit of I find it boring <laughs> like it's like I was thinking about my tax returns <laughs> like <laughs> I I don't know oh actually I've got to be completely honest with you so as so I was editing this piece this weekend and I was like how am I going to do this because they take me like 10-12 hours to edit and so I was like okay well do it I'll do it on Saturday night so I stayed up from like 9am and I stayed up all the way through to the start of the game. Wow. And I hadn't finished the edit, but I was like, okay, I've got to watch the game now. Because I thought I have to wake up anyway and I need to fight, need to eke out some hours to do right. this edit. And then I put it on and I watched, and I put it on the couch downstairs and I was lying down on the couch with my head down <laughs> with my laptop. I didn't even put it on the TV. I just put it on my laptop in front of me. I was like, I'll stay awake. Um, and <laughs> You drifted off? No, and I heard the anthems. And then I woke up about 12 minutes into the game, oh. and I think the uh, Welsh were uh, 10 up at right. that stage. So I don't even know what happened in those first 12 okay. minutes. But what happened? What was the first try? Um, Reese Webb, the experienced oh, yeah. number nine in his, in his 30s, first start for Wales in Donkey's ears. Mm. Uh, he put a speculative wee kick. The, the, the Welsh attack, to be honest, didn't look that flash. Like it, yeah. was, it was going backwards a wee bit. But Reese Webb, with his experience, she puts this little dinking ball over in the space between the fullback and the winger, and it just takes the cruelest bounce. Yeah. And Rio Dyer, young man, but does his right job. He's chasing the ball, even though it's a ball oh, that he's right. probably like nine times out of ten, nine you times wanna, out of hundred, he's not going to get it. But he the bounce just goes his the way. Crafty old rugby ball. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I thought in terms of the two attacks, like the Italian looked yeah. like a better attacking unit. They just lacked composure and mm. maybe a little bit of professional professionalism. Maybe. I thought the like, Welsh kicked well, though. Like They played yeah. smart rugby. Yeah, Warren Ball. You know, like, look, that's great. and yeah. I like it. I like the contrast in styles. I like yeah, watching I guess, yeah, I guess. boring sides. I don't boring know. Si- yeah, no, well, maybe. Well, yeah, like, you can cop a lot of flack, flack for that as well mm. in terms of what I'm saying. And just in terms of what I enjoy watching, right. like, it's like enjoying, like, whether you enjoy new metal or whether you, enjoy, like, enjoy right. R&B. Right. Like, both of those types of music kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was, it was a funny old game to watch, and just yeah, I could feel the frustration of the Italians, yeah. like coming off the screen. And poor old bottle Kieran Crowley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was, well, was actually good to see Wales. He, he was mostly pissed off about that one try where um, Brex looked like he had gone over, but the Welsh ten kind of tackled him from behind. Yeah. And Crowley's argument was well, there was a bit of ruck form, so there's an offside. Yeah, line there. He's yeah, tackled yeah. From offside. But but two Damon over. Murphy was like, no, but one of the ARs was like, are you sure that's not like a, a ruck? And yeah. Damon Murphy was just not having a bar of it. So Yeah, and then there, there was a couple of like um, collisions in the air and the yeah. Italian one got penalised. I thought that Bruno one. was kind of lucky with the forearm to the throat, where the ref was like, it well, doesn't yeah. touch the throat, and then there's this long pause with the TMO. And the, it was and like, like I, I, Joy, gonna, you got I'm, any I'm gonna, She's like, it's direct to the throat. Yeah, it's direct to the throat. Have a look again. Yeah. It's direct to the throat. And then he's like... And he's like, okay, it's going to be red. And then he's like, oh, and like yeah, well, is like, it a push or is it, it a strike? Well, and, and that seems like an unlucky one because the amount of guys who have, you know, you, there's a big difference between like, bam, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like kind of running with... So many players run with their bumpers up. Yeah. You know, like... It's just not know. a good look for the ref to be all over the place. Like, first yeah. he thinks it's not this and then he thinks it's I that. I think he was a bit rattled. Yeah, I like, think so. I think the pressure of the situation it's a big it's huge pressure for these guys at the moment for the refs anyway because the, this is World Cup space um, exactly. um, they, they need to be performing as well yeah for sure 100% and I don't know if any of the refs really cover themselves well who was the ref this morning Luke Pierce, I think he seemed alright mm. Ben O'Keefe he's been getting a bit of stick in Irish quarters I don't know what the oh Irish God, commentary said but I feel like life being a referee, I, think they should, I think they thought Hogg should have got yellow carded for something because I noticed a lot of people saying Hogg should have got yellow carded so I'm assuming there was Hogg's a line about it I don't know, remember yeah, but, anyway. but um, sometimes yeah. when you're not truly invested, like and like needing a team to win, you kind of let the small the, the, stuff yeah, float away. Right. But yeah, let 20, it float away, guys. Twenty nine seventeen bonus point win. Couple of yellow cards for the Italians. Happy for Ken Owens. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, like gets a win. Good for Welsh rugby. They needed a win. They did need a win. That would have really. been just the lowest of the low if they got a loss. <laughs> I think they would have been down to like thirteenth in the yeah, world or something. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. They needed to win. They needed to win. So they maintain 10 stats? I think so, yeah. I have to double check the rankings tomorrow. All but right. yeah. All right. Well, that's all right. Good, do- good job, Wales. Well done. Coming on beef, everybody. Wales forever. But yeah. Well, and, and for Italy, though, look, well, it's not all lost. I well, think... as I, if I can hark back to the under 20s. Hark! Hark away, sir! Under 20s, the Italians won. They beat Wales 29-25. So... The Italian team is on the right trajectory. I think we can see that. They've got a young squad. They're looking better and better, like you said, about experience. I mean, didn't Warren Gatlin say, like, you can't you can't coach experience? And it was some of his guys, like Falatau or Liam Williams. Yeah, I thought Falatau Like, well. all these experienced guys well. are the ones who kind of stood up. So that Italian side is only going to get more of that. And then if their under-20s are doing well, I think, happy days. They're on the right trajectory. Well done, Wales. We're all very happy for you. Except Italian fans. Yeah, they're a little... And I think every neutral was like they want Italy to win. Yeah, but 
So you, in terms of Kieran Crowley's comments when he was like, I, someone was like, I can tell you you seem frustrated. And he was mm. like, so Kiwi about it. I was like, bloody oath I am. Yeah. Very Kiwi. <laughs> sound like Gaza. He was channeling Gaza. <laughs> yeah. He was like, it's just like, it was interesting what you're saying. It's like, I'm sick of going through the right channels and being told Oops, that. Oops, we buggered it up. Oops, we buggered it up. So stick yeah. it up your ass. This is the wrong channel. I'll be interested to see if he gets into any trouble because. Uh, There's a bunch of South African folks saying, well, if Russie gets into trouble for Russie us. makes a freaking hour and a half long, two hour long video just hassling the refs and then does like a, a tweeting campaign for weeks on end. I think it's a little bit different than, uh, but I think maybe you should get a slap on the wrist. You probably should. I don't think he needs to get like a year long ban or anything no. like, like Russie. But no. yeah. Watch your P's and Q's, Kieran. Guess not. Well, you're wearing his colours though. Taranaki. Taranaki. Yep. Yeah. That Naki boy. Scotland. Scott, I'm going to go down the beer. Okay. You tell the people what the score was. Uh, Scotland scored seven points. Welcome to Chess and Rugby, everybody. Hello, folks. Seven points. And uh, Ireland, despite losing half their bloody squad, yes. uh, still managed to score 22. I feel like, man, Scotland. Like, man, if Scotland. If there was a oh, chance. Oh, 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 we've forgotten something. What have you forgotten? The old 2 GD. Oh, okay, yes. You were like, oh, shit, what's he, what's he done? Scotland. Scotland, you're in chat. You could get a TCG this year, Scotland. If there was a chance to beat Ireland, that was you, it. You've got an early lead. They've lost like five of their players by half time. You're at home. You've got a star-studded squad. That was maybe the time to get it done. But I mean, the Irish just again show why they're the number one team in the world. Hundred percent. And like in terms of the challenges that the Irish had, I found that just. So impressive. That's such like, a storyline, isn't it? Yeah, the fact that they were able to fight back from you know such adversity. Like Van der Flair was throwing in the freaking line. They, lose, they, they lose Sheen really early, so one hooker down. Mm. They lose Henderson, so one of their kind of key locks, and that's after losing Burn earlier in the campaign. They lost Kalen Doris. They lost Kalen Doris to a moment which I'm assuming the Irish commentary team was yeah. pretty pissed off about. I think Andy Farrell and Johnny Sexton were pretty pissed off about the whole new ball situation. New ball situation. Yeah. Mm. I'm assuming for that one, because I'm not a laws guy at all, but I'm assuming that one was it's, technically correct. Yeah, I thought it was. Because you can't take a quick throw in with uh, yeah, the wrong ball. I don't know why that was with the bitch. Like, it's just, it's like one of those rules. That's it's just, like, that is what it is. Like, the, the um, Andy Farrell was basically saying, well, if they threw it in. Yeah, and they mucked it up then that's not our fault but I mean you just can't throw you, in the new ball that's you gotta play to the rules of the game that's, that's just that yeah. I, I didn't think that one was controversial I know yeah. it sucks yeah it's, it's irritating but, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially because then Kalen Doris got in, injured from that incident yeah but. yeah yeah because like I was barracking for the for the Irish right I love the Scots I really do but I prefer the, the Ireland is definitely my team in, in Europe but so I was like, yeah, oh, you've got one. And then I was like, as soon as they got wiped, I was like, ah, unlucky. But I wasn't like, oh, that's absolutely, but, but like, you were like, that's unfair. That's yeah, just I don't unlucky. know why they were harking on about that, mm. harping on about that weird one. It is a weird law, but that's the law. It is. You just can't take a quick throw with the different ball. 100%. So the Scots got out of jail with that one. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, they lost. But it was, it was that, and then losing Kalen Doris. Yeah, they lost Doris. They lost Hendo. Then they lost Sheen. They lost mm. their replacement hooker. Yeah. And then, like you said, Josh Van der Flair, World Player of the Year. He was throwing in pretty damn well. Yeah, I think he like. I think they had one to the back, and it was like, okay, like don't, his, don't do that first, again. His first one, they're like, all right, <laughs> well, let's just go right to the back. Like, yeah, don't yeah. do that again. Exactly. But uh, no, he threw pretty well. Seemed pretty confident. Um, then they had Kieran Healy 
Come on, and they've got a three-prop scrub. That was yeah, glorious. And, and they, they won scrub penalties. Yeah, exactly. They looked like pretty dominant. Because I heard them saying in the, in the um, commentary guy, and they might go un, uncontested here. Yeah. But, yeah, having that extra prop in the front row. It they, worked wonders. Yeah, he's an internationally test um, maybe that's, hooker maybe now. That, that should be a thing. Yeah, exactly. Just get more props. <laughs> more props. The game more, needs more props. That's what we all need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was, but it was a great game. Like that first half tense, was, oh my man. goodness, well, like it was low scoring, but geez, what a what high a half quality. of rugby! Yeah, that's the thing. Real high Such quality, high quality. yeah. And like that's why it was so impressive that the Irish were able to maintain their composure through all that adversity and a fucking good and take it up a gear in the second yeah, half. Yeah, but a really good Scottish team. Yeah, like I. As a Scots fan, you might just revert back to type and go, oh, we can't get it done. Like, mm. this is the problem with Scottish rugby. No, you are playing an exceptional team at mm. the moment. A mm. team that, like, no matter the situation, no matter the context, mm. aren't going to drop their level. They They're just, always going to be operating yeah. on a super high level. They're going to be able to take those opportunities, convert them to points every opportunity they get, yeah. and they're never going to give you a break, and they're going to have an incredibly hard defense to break. That's right. The whole 80 minutes. So, like, and they played well. They mm. they, they played really well. They, they were really good in the contact. They got mm. great front football. Mm. Better front football than I've seen anybody else get mm. against the Irish and the Six Nations. Mm. I know I went to I went to Custard a little bit in that second half, yeah. but they were, you know, playing really, really well. One thing I would like to see the Scots do a little bit more is um, get Duhan into the game mm. a little bit more. He it's, doesn't pass. He, yeah. He's such a big he man. A, he, he needs a, an offload. He, he had a, a chance. I don't know who he had. He had, was it um, Finn on his outside right. or something? He could have put him away. Yeah. He couldn't. He, he, just he, didn't he, he, just, he just, I mean, he's such a great ball carrier, but he needs to pass. Yeah. He needs, yeah. like, he's such a big unit. Remember Sonny Bill back in the day? Like, he would yeah. just draw two defenders. Yeah. Just that ability to pop that, that pass. Yeah, and he'd be unstoppable. That's, if he gets that aspect to his game, I think he's a much better player. Yeah. A absolutely. little bit one-dimensional, I guess. But what a dimension. Yeah, I suppose. Like, when he had ball in hand, like, I was like, there were so many times where he had, like, two or three guys on him, and then he'd make another six Yeah, he still gets well over the advantage line. Then I'd be like, how is he still going forward? Like, I would like to see him with more, in more space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. feel like there's, so many times he gets flung out wide, and I'm like, he should be around here somewhere, and I'm like, where is he? Yeah, yeah, Like, you know, I'd like to see him... He still couldn't stop Mac Hansen from scoring a try, though. Mac Hansen. What a finish. That was the best game I'd see, seen him play. It's funny as well, because I, went back, Reed? <laughs> I went back to watch the first play of the game, and basically from the kickoff, Jack Dempsey, former Aussie player, trucks the ball up yeah. and runs straight at his fellow Australian, Mac Hansen, and just puts him on his ass. And I'm like, yeah. oh, Mac, it's going to be a hard day at the office. But um, he, he got came man back of, right. He got man of the match. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he, he didn't swear in this one as well, <laughs> in this post-match interview. Well, everybody, come on. <laughs> he looked really, really, really elite in, the, in that game. And mm-hmm. he, got some, he got a couple of turnovers. He a couple of turnovers, won a ball in the air, air try like, assist. Yeah. Good, great D, great on his feet, like great yeah. footwork, like... To be honest with you, I was like, wasn't rating him that highly. Right. Like, obviously, he's a very good player, but yeah. I wasn't like, oh, he's like world class. Right. He's a worldie. But he looked... He played very, very well, he? Didn't he played really well. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. They didn't yeah. get a bonus point, though. So And they this... had... They, that was the one thing. They had a couple of opportunities there. Yeah, they could, they could have probably should have scored four. I guess if there's a bright side for the Scots, you're the only side who didn't concede four against the Irish so far, so... Take that, Scotland. That's a bright side. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like the Irish, just in the first half, in all their games thus far, have just been dominant. So that first half to be as tight as it was, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. No, I don't. And what a fucking stupid pull. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Imagine, like, Ireland go down... Okay, imagine if... Okay, imagine if South Africa don't make the freaking pool stages. Or no, mate, get out of the pools. Like, Mm. and this is some super high-quality... Super high quality players across all three of those teams. Three of three of the top five teams in the world no, in no, one, no, pool. one pool. It sucks. And it sucks. Like it's so crappy if you're Scott. Like if the Scots get out, that's a massive achievement. Even mm. just like reaching a quarterfinal doesn't sound like that's such an incredible. But thing given to that be. pool, given that pool, you'd have to beat two of the top four teams. And in the world. and that means either Ireland or South you Africa. Go out. There's no. There's no good way that pool ends. It's going to be heartbreak. Yeah, it is. But I know we're bitching about it, but how much interest is there going to be on those early rounds? Oh, for sure. Game one. I know. Game one, All Blacks versus France. Mm-hmm. As an All Black fan, she's I'm getting the twinges of Kaylin Doris straight off the bat. Like Ooh, Kaylin Doris got injured. <laughs> Apparently he's going to be all right. He's not got limp though. No. He's, he's okay. But yeah. He never goes limp. That man's but always yeah. hard. Ring Rose was injured. His face looked mangled. Um, well, Tyg Furlong came back and played. Played sixty-five minutes. So <laughs> really well. He hadn't played money, uh, rugby for months, and he's just like, yeah. oh, to step into a test match against the fifth team in the world. And yeah, just just play. look elite. Yeah, and the fifth team in the world looking really, really sharp as well. Why don't Scots ever play well against the All Blacks? I never see them and go, oh, you guys are looking well, They've really... given us a run the last couple of but games. But I always just think we just. You still think we're going to win it? I'm always just feeling like we're playing with our food. You know, when we're playing them. Because I feel like they don't believe they're going to win. Right. And I'm going to feel that way until they beat us. And I'll be like, oh shit, I didn't think yeah, that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. All black arrogance, ladies and gents. It's On a... display. <laughs> Living embodiment. Yeah. yeah of all yeah. black arrogance. I love them. I love them. But, um, yeah, Ireland. I mean, it's going to be an interesting one to see what kind of squad they can name. Because I think they said that Henderson's, I think, out for a wee while. Right. He was in a cast. After right. the game, which is uh, not Doris. great. And I can't imagine ring rows. I think they said Doris and the two hookers are maybe not as bad, but I can't remember. There's just so many injuries. But What was Doris's? Was this his hip, I think? Uh, yeah. yeah. And ring rows smashed his head into, was it Kinghorn's hip? And he just went down in a heap. They had to stop the game for like five minutes while he right. was, went off on a stretcher. He gave the thumbs up, but his face was like covered in a... I gotta be, I've told you how I watched the game, didn't I? I... You watched I, it in two spurts, I right? watched it in two spurts. That's how... Similar to my sex life. Uh, <laughs> um, you watched the first half. Two pumps and a squirt. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah, did we break? Um, okay. No, yeah, I watched... I woke up. Uh, I set my alarm for three. And then I couldn't sleep. And then I got up for a bit. Right. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's on at four. So I set my alarm oh. for four. And then I didn't... And then my alarm went and my partner was like, don't get up. Because she knew I was tired. And I was like, mm. that's good advice. Good advice. So I didn't get up. And then Madison uh, came. That's that's my daughter. Good by child. The way. Yeah, yeah. She came in and she was like, wake up. And then she jumped into the bed. And I was like, oh. And then I eventually got up at six. And I watched the first half. And Not then, spoiled to the result? Not spoiled the result. That's stayed cute. off Twitter. Stayed off Twitter all day. Or stayed off all social. And like, to be fair, I could go. Not that I, I don't have Facebook. Right. Um, um, but I stayed off Twitter, and then I watched the other half at um, lunchtime. Okay. And the first half was way better to watch. Yeah, like I sure. felt, I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch the second half at lunchtime. And then at lunchtime, I was like, ah, oh, this is 
mm. one way traffic. Like as a neutral, you want it to be a bit of a contest. Yeah, tense all the way up, but it's still a the main storyline, which quality. is how well Ireland were playing despite yeah, having a flanker throwing in and a hooker, a proper hooker. Yeah, it was, it was pretty yeah. impressive stuff. Mm. Far out those teams. Jameson Gibson Park was sharp when he yeah, came along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might yeah. take Murray's spot he next looked, week. He looked pretty good. He <clears> threw <throat> some. He threw some fantastic he passes. He did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're looking a good side. They are looking a good side. How about no Bundy Arkey? <clears throat> is he really the man for twelve? Well, they had uh, Henshaw come on. Henshaw's been out for such a long time. I think Henshaw is going to be in the starting fifteen once he's back fully match fit. Yeah. So I think Arkey will probably ride in the pine. What's the depth <clears> like? Like, oh, they got McCloskey, they got heaps of depth. Yeah, first five depth now. First five depth has been the one that's a little bit concerning, but I mean, okay. Ross Byrne got a few minutes off gonna, the bench. I'm gonna give you a scenario, okay? okay? So, opening game of the World Cup, who are they playing? One of the teams in Pool B, okay? <clears throat> Wherever they're playing, and good answer. Um, they technically correct, it Tec- doesn't add much value. <laughs> What I do? That could be that could be your epitaph. He lies, Mark. Technically correct, but doesn't have much value. That's what um, I do. Uh, by the way, that's that's not uh, me being mean. That's how New Zealanders talk to each other. It's um, banter is a thing. Banter. Uh, no. So first breakdown of you think Sexton goes down. F- Sexton does an Achilles. Oh shit! Or pulls a groin. So basically, they're calling so he, yeah, Dan, Dan Carter twenty eleven. Yeah, he's out. Do they get out of the pool? Yeah. They get out of the pool. Ross Burns, my man. Do they get out of... Because the big thing for them is getting past the quarterfinal. Do they get... Do they get through... Without the, Sexto, that's a bigger question, isn't it? Do they get past France or, or South Africa? No, France, France or New Zealand. Without Sexto, it seems a lot hairier, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a, that's a blooming hard task at the best of times. Yeah. You know, to be able to... Yeah, that's that's still such a hard thing to do. Even with Sexton, that's a challenge. But geez, without him, yeah, yeah, no, I'd probably back New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> arrogant Kiwi number two. Yeah, there we are. Hey, uh, so if you're um, Irish, get your rosaries out. Pray that old Six Boy stays fit. Stays fit for you. Yeah, far out. Can I lay another under-20s result on you? Oh, lay it on me hard. The Irish under-20s against the Scots. Scots scored seven, which is the same as what the seniors scored. Yeah, the, yeah. The, but um, the under-20s slightly outscored uh, the 22 points that Ireland got by scoring 82. Oh, 82 oh, points. Yes, yeah, Scottish yeah. That's age group rugby is not in a great place. You know what the problem is, though? They uh, got too many Scot- people born in Scotland playing in the team. Yeah. When you do look at the Scottish squad, it's one thing that they've, they've got a lot of guys. I know the whole debate about who's kind of a foreigner. Everyone yeah, slices that different yeah. ways. But a lot of the Scottish guys are trained. Like they play in England or whatever. They're youth rugby. Because I guess there's a lot more opportunities in England. There's a lot of movement of people. Like most of them have got a blood connection to Scotland. Yeah. But... I've yeah. got a blade connection to Scotland. There you go. Sake. You didn't play Scottish under 20s. What's wrong with you? I was waiting for the call up. Exactly. But um, yeah, I think that's maybe one of the differences is that the youth setup is not that great. Yeah, well. Whereas the Irish youth setup is phenomenal. And I think probably one of the things that really helps your younger 
um, younger teams and it's just your development of any nation is having an incredible top level squad that the five like the four year olds five year olds six year olds seven year olds mm. see it and go I want to do that that's right I want to be that and they just play rugby with their mates every mm. single day which is what ha- that, and that's the formula for New Zealand why they've been on top is just because they're worshipped gods in the country mm. if and they're what people aspire to be and mm. hopefully that doesn't stop and we can we can you know, get over whatever blip this is. But if you can develop that in any country, in the country that you're in, if this Scottish team can do something great, mm. they will pay dividends. For sure. It'll pay dividends in a generation. You'll get more you know? kids enrolling to play here, yeah, yeah. for sure. To the grassroots, where it all comes from. Yeah. But yeah. So, What's anything fixtures? else on that, that final? Scotland? Um, anything else on Scotland? Fair, Ireland? Just bloody great effort from the Irish. Really, like, just so impressive. Just, I just can't believe how composed they are. All the yeah. Time. If Italy could get some lessons from them, mm. you know. Yeah, I mean that's a great test, like in terms of performing in a situation with adversity. Like they're getting Ireland some really good dress rehearsals for the World, World Cup. Cup. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you'll have injuries in the World Cup. So and what, are, what are we getting right now? We're just fuzzy. <laughs> oh, Schmidt said. I don't. He's not in. Nobody asked, but <laughs> just in case. Yeah, just in case. Just in case you were thinking it, I'm out. He's not going to be all. What, what's fuzzy said now? I, 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 I don't know. He's not. He's in. just doing Fozzie things. <laughs> but you said you like. You said it like you were about to say something. No, like. just Fozzie. Fozzie. We just get Fozzie. That's what we get. Oh, we got Fozzie. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were about to say Fozzie's done something. No, he hasn't done shit. He's going to be our coach yes. uh, for this year. Uh, he doesn't have the most stellar record, but we haven't ever really harped on about it. We don't focus too much on it as New Zealanders. We're actually quite a lenient and forgiving. Quite about it. Yeah, very very chill about our rugby. We don't take it seriously at all final round sees Scotland at home to Italy yeah Scotland to bounce back Scotland get the cho- Scotland Scotland get the chocolates the spoon for Italy which is probably going to happen anyway but I mean if there was some miracle where Italy got a win away and then Wales got hammered I guess it's possible that Italy could avoid the spoon but it's looking pretty likely sad but true do you think both sides continue with the same or is this a good chance where there's nothing on the line do you just change things up give some other guys a crack yeah I think so mm. but I, I think um, do you think the uh, Scots uh, are confident enough or do you think they still have a sort of a residual feeling of oh, we're always generally the second worst in Europe let's mm. let's not screw the pooch here guys um, that they don't have the confidence to um, play with a bit more um, not freedom but like letting a few more players I hope they do I hope yeah. they give got guys like Kinghorn and whatnot a bit of a crack because they've been in the squad. They've got some time from the bench. One thing was uh, just going back to the Wales Italy game. It would have been great to see um, Capuazzo and that, and that. Yes. maybe him on the end of a couple of those moves. Yeah, yeah Tommy yeah. Allen did all right, but certainly just a different different player. He's a distributor more than a just a, that X factor, mm, you know. Exactly. Uh, France home to Wales, so France still in technically with a shout, but they need England to do them a favour. Yeah, and. They absolutely shat on their confidence, so maybe unlikely. <laughs> uh, so they undid. They could have like. Do you think they when they were just thirty points up, they were like, "All right, guys, we just got to let them feel let a little." Get they're like, "There's some stuff to work on, so we're gonna shot next week," rather than just like taking their souls out of their assholes and showing it to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. France gonna win that. Okay, and then uh, the big one, I guess, just in terms of the. The slam. By the way, I got I got two. I think it's the last game as well. I got two out of three wrong last week. So take this with a grain of salt. Yeah, please, please do. Uh, Ireland home to England. So yeah, 
Well, I think these all these results kind of pick themselves, don't they? Yeah, yeah Ireland yeah. is just the, what squad is going to be available and fit, and then England, if they keep things consistent, but how well said, do these guys back up I'm after getting really, the money? I'm really, really interested. Is that the Sunday morning game? That's the 6am game. It's the last game. So oh, that's no. the... There's no Monday game. They play them all oh, on the Oh, yes! They play them all on the Sunday. Yes! This is... No, this, no. This last game is literally the best one we've had in terms of New Zealand time zone. 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning is the best. That's the sweet one. Everything else has been, it's either 3.15, it's fucking 5 o'clock, or it's like 4 o'clock. Yeah, it's brutal. And like, the thing that gets gets me, it's a Monday, and it's so brutal, I work. And like, all I've got to look forward to after like the game, I'm used to like watching sport and being like, well, chill out for a bit. (laughs) Chill out for a bit, have a couple beers, drink some wine, and then uh, don't have to do anything tomorrow, or catching up with some mates, or whatever, but this I've got got to go to work I've got, my more, I've got a meeting in half an hour yeah. like it sucks well, the Microsoft Teams <laughs> yeah, exactly and it's really hard to like just feel happy and like contented with what you're mm. doing when you've got the I love what I do I, like, I enjoy my job but like I want to chill I want to chill yeah. so that's great when you're watching rugby at Five in the morning on a Monday, you don't want to be thinking, "Oh shit!" Well, that's a well for you. That's a big work day. You've got a lot of live reactions to do, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that's that's a few. My main thing is just trying not to wake up my children. Well, you say that every time. You say, "Good morning, folks." I, uh... well, just just in case anyone's like, "Oh, your audio is a bit quiet." Come on, keep my fucking voice down because I got <laughs> children asleep. Keep my fucking voice down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does anyone yeah. ever comment there? No, because I pre I preface it with I'm keeping my voice down deliberately. I never think you. I never think to myself, "Oh, he's talking a bit quiet." Oh, okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I but think yeah, you, you you go with me go. in terms of my picks. You got oh Ireland, France, and Scotland. I think it's hard to look past any of them. But this Six Nations has been fantastic. So who knows? It's been great. It has been great. Although, like, yeah, I don't know that that England game. It stopped being enjoyable. Like, I know a lot of the people. A lot of people were enjoying, it, but as a neutral, I wanted to like. Yeah, was, I wanted to see a great game. Yeah, it, it is fun to watch the English get pumped a little bit. But it was got to the point where I've got nothing personal against any of these players. Like I am new to the, watching it again. It's kind of getting reestablished with an yeah. old, an old person I used to think was an enemy. Right. Like in the mid nineties, I hated them. Yeah. Like I was like, the likes of Will Carling and all these yeah. guys. Fuck I was these like, guys. Fuck, they're the most boring pieces of shit ever. Yeah. Like, but now like I don't have that seething animosity to mm. them. But I know the rest of the world, a lot of Europe certainly. Does. Pretty happy to yeah. see them get shit on, basically. Yeah. I like watching Australia lose. I think they're my favourite team. My favourite team in the world to see get dogged is um, the Australian cricket team. And they don't lose very often, but when they do lose, well, I'm happy. My Aussie mate could not understand that. When 2011 World Cup came around, I came back from overseas just to attend the World Cup pool stages and I asked my Aussie mate who'd also been working with me overseas. Yeah. Big rugby fan, big Tars fan. I was like, oh, "Come, man, yeah. stay at my place," which was my parents' house at the time. Yeah, I was like, "Come, fucking stay. <laughs> we'll go to some games, yeah. right?" And we went to see Ireland against Australia, yeah. Eden Park, 2011 World Cup, right? 2011. You're quite old to be at home there. I was living overseas. I wasn't oh, living in New okay, Zealand, right, so I just stayed with my parents. How old are we in 2011? What are we now? 28. 28. We're 28. Okay, so yeah. came back for the World Cup. Go to the game with him. Ireland win it. They, I yeah. think they were underdogs for that. And it one. was like St. Patrick's Day. Ireland winner. Yeah. And like, my mate. St. Patrick's Day next week, by the way, that's going to oh, be huge. Yeah, that's true. I think the yeah. game has been played on St. Patrick's Day, I think, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's been played on St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, so a big one. But because my, my Aussie mate, he's like, 
we had to sit separately because I'd already bought my tickets and oh. then he'd bought his tickets last minute. So we had to sit separately, but I met up with him after the game. And he's like, why the fuck are you Kiwis all supporting Ireland? <laughs> like, we're Anzac brothers. Like, if if New Zealand are playing anyone but the Wallabies, I support the All Blacks. What the fuck's wrong with you, you <laughs> Kiwis? Why do you hate us so much? And I was like, well, I don't know. Because everyone, number one, there's two factors there. Because we love watching the Aussies lose. Because they've they've diddled us so many times in so many different sports. Because right. we're very, very uh, similar. We're very similar in the way we compete. We both punch above our weight, mm. but you've just got 30 million people and we've got five. Mm. So you're generally better at that, and that's why it feels so good to watch you lose, because we... Yeah, we, we literally went to war together. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like when you beat your brother and, like, donkey or something like that. But then that, when your like, brother's fighting some neighbor prick, shouldn't you be on your brother's team? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I was like... Yeah, you just fucking beat the shit out of your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's that it, like. Thing. And, and the second factor is that is everyone's very affectionate towards the Irish. Like, and the, so. especially in 2011, the Irish was still not thought of as, as, big, as the world potential chance. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like, it was like watching Portugal beat Italy. You're like, it was like, it was like, oh, it's an upset. Yes. And then when mm. you go for the underdog, that was a weird matchup I picked there, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So it was an, un- it was a, it was an enjoy- it gave everybody a chance to get out their mm. St. Patrick's Day mm. kit, basically, and, and enjoy themselves, get all their yeah. green on. Because everyone's got St. Patrick's Day stuff. Yeah, I went to the game with an Irish scarf, and I had a little <laughs> clover painted on my cheek, so I can't, yeah. I can't talk. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. there was this one guy, this Irish fan, because we took the bus. There was, like, free buses going to Eden Park. Yeah. We took the bus, and it was just full of Irish fans. And this one actual guy... Actual Irish fans? Actual Irish uh, people I, who yeah. had come from all the way in Ireland. Yeah. At least I think so, because they had was Irish he... accents. They were just giving my mate, who was decked out in Wallabies, he was yellower than I am. <laughs> they were just giving him so much shit. And he's a redhead, so he was pretty fiery. He was like, whew. Really? Yeah, he was getting real fucked off. Did the um, carpet, match the, carpet match the drapes? I can't say I inspected it. Can we give him a call? Can we FaceTime him and find out? His name's Gary, so... Hey, Gary! Yes. Gary! Yes. Gary, show us your pubes! But, um, <laughs> react yeah. to that. That's the Six Nations. That's Six Nations. Okay, I'm going to give you an option here. Okay. Do you want to cover... Uh, do, you, do you want to talk about some uh, some of the Super Rugby? Because there are a couple of really interesting results here, yep. which I think we should do. But we also have to shoehorn in um, Cyber Bully Monday, um, which I saw. That's a term from hierarchy, by the way. So there's the shirt, the shirt cyberbullying. So what should we do first? Should we, do, we'll start, should, we, should we go with rugby and then go... We'll start Super Rugby because there were six games on at the weekend. You and I watched the Chiefs take on the Highlanders. We keep watching the Highlanders for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are we we're picking, fans, okay? We love picking, watching a team lose by 40 points every week. Yeah, exactly. So the Highlanders lost. They lost. It was, it was 28-7. It was their best performance of the year. Yeah. That's and they still got pumped. Sad but true. So, What's yeah. the name of their coach? He's he's a former All Black. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he, he looks like every Clayton. human being, well, no, every male no. that ever walked the planet. Nondescript white guy yes. is what he looks like. Gaza still backs him, by the way. Oh, Gaza still thinks he's going to um, get things right. He's not, he hasn't got a great track record, has he? Um, I've got something to admit to you, though. Mm. Um, you know how we've been telling everybody they have to watch the Drua versus Crusaders? Yes. You just like, that was, that's the game you got to catch. It's going to be something special. Yes. Like, in that, in that country, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I had a good reason. I'm a diehard Waz fan. Warriors. 
the, oh, the, the rugby league, the rugby league, and the game was on at the same time. And they, um, yeah, I'm, I don't feel bad because I'm, 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 I'm warriors till I die. Like that's my team. It's a hundred percent my team. I can't see it, but okay. <laughs> and what do you mean you I mean, can't see it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Is this twist up or? No, it's a crackety crack crack. Um, we're drinking something different today, everybody. Uh, in honor of the MLR, we're drinking uh, patriotic beer. Patriot APAs by Monteith, which is a New Zealand brand, but. Yeah. It's okay. Sounds American. So yeah, I felt bad about not watching it. I was like, I'll try and catch it. And then I got a spoiler when I was reacting in anger on Twitter. Well, I was reading everyone's angry comments about the... the not angry comments, actually. The Warriors. Do you want to look up that on the Warriors? Go on then. Rugby Ru- League. Rugby League. Warriors were playing the Roosters. And the Roosters are one of the top-rated teams in the NRL. A lot of people have been backing them to you know actually win the comp this year. Who's their best player? Uh, James Tedesco, uh, five-time Delhi M um, fullback of the year. Okay. Uh, one of the best players in the world, an absolute freak. Um, the Roosters are the team that RTS used to play for, which they're apparently still trying to court him to come back. Um, they're based in Sydney. Yeah, East. Um, and they're a very, very good team. Uh, so they're blue and red. Yeah, they've got Hectic Cheese. He's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah, Brandon. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we defended stoutly, incredibly throughout that game. We had a huge amount of injuries. It was one of those sort of Brumbies or Blues games like the week before. We were playing in like 32 degree heat. Right. We were just absolutely sweltering. They hung out for as long as they bloody well could. They had showed better resilience than they have for like the last three years on defense. And they ended up losing by 10 points. Um, that's the Warriors in a nutshell. <laughs> no, folks. that's not the Warriors in a nutshell. It was a really impressive performance. And like when you're actually when you're actually a diehard fan of a team that doesn't win that much, you just gotta you just gotta measure the performances, and that's what it's like being a Lions fan. Okay, so kind of like what we might like to see from England against Ireland. Yeah, if they can yeah. do a Warriors. They can hang their heads. Yeah, they, they, the Warriors should should walk off the park feeling good about themselves. I think right. it was like twenty two. Hold their heads high. You don't hang your head high. You hang your head in shame. <laughs> Try and hang your head high. <laughs> That'll be awkward. Hold your head high. Hang your balls low. Well, I did watch the Drua game. I watched it. Slightly, I watched the highlights. I watched it slightly delayed because Gaza has been in hospital, so I went to see him on Saturday. How inconsiderate of the guy! I oh, know he's got problems with his heart, Poor but apparently Gaz. he just needs a pacemaker, which he got today. So he's had a minor procedure to put in a pacemaker. He sent me a photo with himself smiling. But I went to see him on Saturday to check in on him. There's literally no chance you're watching like because this is too far through the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should. Pretty should. I should have opened with it so he could have at least seen it. Because every time he watches it, he goes, "I can't get through it. It's too long." (laughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) yeah, he's uh, he's got his pacemaker. So we came back from the hospital. Yeah, and I knew the game had started, and I just flicked open one of the New Zealand news sites, and I saw something like Crusaders reduce deficit, and I was like, "Oh fuck, what?" Oh yeah, yeah. drew in front. So I uh, I booted the game up on delay and just watched it slightly delayed. I was probably like and half an hour. And the drew started well. They uh, no, not yeah. the drew. Sorry, the Crusaders. Crusaders they were doing well. Crusaders. They were getting more tries and just looking like this is what they're going to do. The Crusaders taking the, taking the crowd out of it. Admittedly, picked a kind of B side. They rested some of the guys like Moonga wasn't playing and what um, David Hunt really got injured. Yeah, they still played some of their All Blacks, but. Yeah, they. Um, if I was a player, that's the game I want to play. That's oh, for sure. The, the crowd was amazing. Was it when there was like a breakaway? Like you could see, it was like watching a mosh pit. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Unbelievable. The trees were shaking. I know. It was. It we was should just insane. play more games in Fiji. Six. There's six games this year. That's that's. Have we got good. a Blues game there this, this year? 
I don't know. I just know we've got the Crusaders next, yeah. which I feel like is not a good time to be playing the Crusaders after they've come off a second loss of three yeah, games yeah, into yeah, the yeah. season. But yeah, uh, it was a great game. The crowd is just phenomenal. And what a result. They won at what the death. A result. The, the Crusaders did the Crusaders thing and that they'd come back from seemingly dead and buried last 10 minutes. They're down by whatever it was, 10 two points. Two tries. They get two tries. It's like, yeah. oh, fucking Crusaders. They just yeah, keep doing it. But then they uh, conceded a penalty right at the death. And this yeah. guy on his debut, Valtini, just fucking kicks a penalty. He's his, right out in front. He missed a sitter earlier in the game. Well, that was, I think it was, oh, was Teddy Teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd been replaced, thank God. Ooh, so, yeah, and what a result. A huge result. If you're, if you're a guy in the crowd, you're going to remember that day for oh, a yes, long, long kids, time. And your kids are yeah. bored. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> My dad would always tell me the stories about this fucking player was great back in the day, and I'll be watching this footage. I'm like, it's grainy as shit. I can't see anything. But that's a that's a uh, distracted uh, video, a distracted top ten list. Yeah, you're exactly. Describing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm going to be having those conversations with my son. I don't know. Like, Christian Cullen was pretty good. Sorry, he's going. I don't care, Dad. And you look at the Christian Cullen footage, and it, is pretty, it still looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It's a little bit grainy. It is a bit grainy. Uh, Not yeah. HD. But yeah, a fantastic result and Crusaders. Two and one. Yeah, I know. Two and one. Well, one and two. Yeah. Is that a, you start with the win? You start with the wins, then go the losses. And the Blues got a win. The Blues are the only side to get that the was, away win. That was a grind as well. Yeah, yeah the second half, we just can't score any points. We I, got three I, got, I, got, I got some seriously squeaky, squeaky butt. It's funny because someone game. put a, six points behind. Six points, obviously, it's a converted try, yeah. but it felt very. Somebody put a comment on one of the videos at halftime during the a Hurricanes fan put a comment on saying, "Oh, I'm fucking watching this Blues game. You guys are giving us a hiding." And I was like, "Well, there's plenty of chance for the Blues to stuff this up." And yeah, they almost did it. Yeah, that's right. I, I was so nervous towards the end. I was like, oh, "It's inevitable that they're gonna the the Canes are gonna score here." Yeah. So every time they were, because they were on our, in our 22 at the mm. end, and whenever they were attacking towards the center of the ground near the sticks, I was like, just push them wide. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah, the yeah. kick tough. Make the kick tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we managed to help yeah, them out, well, which was um Hoskins Satoshi played very, very well. Finlay, Sometimes so well that he would like get isolated because he yeah. was just so far ahead of everybody. Finlay Christensen, they seemed like there was a lot of turnovers in that game. Like yeah. get a lot of Jack Lang and all that sort of thing. So... Don Don Popoli needs to, wasn't looking mm. particularly Sam Kane's looking the better seven. Sam Kane is looking like the better seven right now. Second yeah. best. Don Popoli, hopefully he gets his game together. But one of those Hurricanes tries was a bit dodgy, man. Oh, that he was that was a ball. drop. How yeah, was that? Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a crazy. And I'm not like go look at the footage yourself um, to see what you think. Make mm. your mind up yourself. We're obviously a couple of Blues fans here, That's but right. that, because as soon as like. It looked like there was separation. I think there's a tw- there was a tweet with a freeze frame going. I think the Blues actually. The Blues, yeah, such as many people like things yeah. that can fit between the hand and the ball, and it was like exactly. Pacific Ocean. Kellen Dar- <laughs> massive cock. Uh, the Rebels had a win. The Hurricanes. Who did they beat? Uh, the Waratahs actually. Oh, we yes, watched the first yeah, half of that. That's right. We did. Yeah, Waratahs blew a couple of tries, and yeah. the Rebels yeah. just looked slack. Yeah, Reece they did. Hodge. Yeah, he looked really good. Because um, we've been watching some league. Yeah, after yeah. the first game because I'm always like league is a quality game you've yeah. got to watch it and then we watched this pretty dire because we watched the Chiefs and Harders we were like okay that was fine and then and we, watched, just... we flicked it over to some league and it, it was, was just like phenomenal try phenomenal try para- phenomenal para- try para- 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 and it like was... if you don't watch the NRL but you you just like skills and you like high level shit 
highlights package of it's, that. It's worth your time. So good. Even the NRL is so good. Like, and yeah, you were like, and you, you like, Mark actually said to me, it was like, it's not like this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like their finishes are great. They've got yeah. some incredible athletes. It was a pretty it's a bigger game. It's a yeah. much bigger game. Then we watched game. the Rebels. And, 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 well, we watched the first half Rebels and, and Warthouse. And in Australia is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's a bigger game. And, then and, we flicked over from that game to Rebels Warthouse. There's nobody in the crowd. Yeah, but the skills were there. There was there's some skills yeah. on display in that first half, anyway. Yeah, the game that we actually reacted to was a bit of a dirge. It was okay. It, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Apart from Kane, like, mm. it's interesting when you watch Shooter. Shooter. Oh, he doesn't looking good. We've got to find space for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Brumbies are still undefeated, twenty three seventeen over the Reds, yeah. and the Force. They only led for like the end of the game. They beat Moana Pacific and would literally the last uh, kick of the game. Yeah. They were dead and buried. But so Moana are three back. losses now? Yeah. Sorry. They are yeah. winless. Okay. So, yeah, sad, sad days for Moana, but um, they'll get there. They're going to right. us. One of them's going to get a win at some point. All right. Should we get some um, cyberbullying going then? Cyberbullying about Tony's shirt from last week. There were some good things out there. By the way, if anyone was reading the comments from last week and was like, why are they being so mean to Tony? We encouraged it. We encouraged it. We, we like it. It's fine. It's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind. Either good hearted banter or just me and that guy. Just be fucking be a bit of <laughs> It's fine. It's all right. Um, me and that guy Petros in your live oh, chat. that was great. We were going back and forth. It was great. It was we were fantastic. both loving it. It was yeah, all good. Exactly. Um, Seamus says fair play Tony normally when someone vomits on my shirt I stop what I'm doing take it off and have a shower great dedication to rugby journalism yeah thank you appreciate that buddy how often is someone vomiting on your shirt that you've got like a regular routine for this (laughs) yeah maybe you should be asking yourself that you've got like a a system in place for this sort of thing but no I appreciate that's a good burn yeah 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 yeah. that's a good one I think Um... it was uh, that uh, there was a few other ones. It was, there was a lot actually. Uh, what else you got there? For some reason, all of these are just actual comments. None of these oh, are. None of these no. are burns. We're all the burns there. Tony looks like the kind of guy who roofies himself and <laughs> takes what he can get and is wearing a tie dye shirt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You've seen me on a Saturday night. Okay. I had surgery. Who was? What was that person? Oh, name? sorry. Um, that was from Jay. Just Thanks, Jay. Jay. Just Jay. Mark Dunphy said, I had surgery, saw Tony's shirt, and was convinced I was hallucinating. Asked my nurse if the shirt was real, and she confirmed it was so. Okay, Mark. That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, what, um, I think, uh, it was one of the later comments. Uh, Yvonne, there was a lot yeah, more. Yeah, that one, was, that, that one was a she, real burn. She she was pretty ruthless. That she looks was, like a nice lady. She does. The picture is does, uh, does not match the, she looks like Susan, the burn. Like a younger Susan Devoin. And she basically said, I think your shirt is a bloody tampon or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of all the shirts you can wear, that's certainly one of them. From yeah, Mike that's Roberts. A like that's, that. that's a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a classic. Regarding the shirt from Nolan, maybe Tony should wear it to bed. I mean, it's loud enough to wake him up to start watching the Six Nations games live. Some good dad jokes in here. Yeah. That's a dad joke. Thank you. Thank you for that. Someone asked for a link to the Spotify um, version of this podcast. We are a podcast, Oh, shit, we forgot to mention (laughs) at the start. Available on Spotify, (sighs) iHeartRadio, give them one. Um, Google Podcasts, that's my go-to. Why do I use Google Podcasts? That's I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't use, use that. I don't use. I, I'm a Spotify kind of guy. 
Someone says, are, they, are, are these pint glasses, they look suspiciously small. Well, this... You keep going on about it. I think they, they're, they're, they're the glasses from the pot. This fits a 330ml bottle of beer, basically. Which It's just your regular stubby, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Nice shirt. Do they make it for men? Yeah. That's my... Um, that's from the Irish Yoshi. Ah, oh, here's, here's Yvonne's one. That's... You're supposed to throw away your used sanitary towels, not wear them. <laughs> that's a classic. I like that one. Oh, you filthy, filthy lady. Yeah. Like it, like it. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you for those, uh, that little bit of cyberbullying. Uh, if anyone wants to make any comments about this yellow rugby jersey, it doesn't to me look like a rugby jersey. It looks like a football jersey. Sabercats. Saber Cats, Houston. Far out. Where do they play? What's the name of the stadium? I think it's this thing. The AV. And you got this printed as well. The the yeah. The, how much does the hat? Express like. How much? It's like four dollars American or something. To get the hat printed. It's sent from China. Yeah. Damn son, that's not a bad little. And you, they, well, I've got a big do hat. You send, do you? So I sometimes get a hat and I'm like that doesn't fit. So you send the hat to them or? They no, no, no. You can pick the color scheme. So this one would have been yellow and black, and you just send them the logo and they print it on. All right, you got a lot of those. How many times when you actually come across a, a rugby hat are you like gotta buy it? Or like, it depends on the price. Occasionally, I'll just try it on, and if it fits my big old head, I will consider and it. And it's under ten dollars. I'll pay more than uh, oh, hey, big sender. Yeah, look. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think we've we've talked about some rugby. We did talk about some rugby. We some were cyberbullying. We were fashion focused at times too. Well, Next time we should prepare that. But yeah, <laughs> we totally forgot about it. We got everything else. Tony had the light ready. He yeah, had the, exactly. The background. He's got like the laptop every... charging of all the fuck ups. None of them fucked up. Yeah, exactly. All the things that usually fuck up. I had my notes all ready with the results. I watched all the games. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is not always. I even the case. had a nap before I came here because I got oh, up fantastic. at four in the morning to watch the game this morning. I wanted to be kind of fresh. What goes to show is no matter how much you prepare, you're still gonna fuck it up, basically. So don't prepare. Don't prepare. Yeah. All right. Well. Well done. Congratulations. It's another podcast. One more week of the Six Nations. One more week of the Six Nations, and then we finish off the URC season. Super Rugby goes on. What dribble are we gonna talk about once Six Nations is over? But we'll talk about. We'll find stuff to talk about. If you just like us talking shit, then keep watching. Alright, anyway, howdy da, thank you so much for watching, appreciate it. Take care folks.